Hey guys, it's Kathy Oliver and Jen Baines, and we are the Flower Girls, and we're here to talk to you about cannabis. Cannabis. <laughs> it's a nice. Actually, hey, that Terpenes. totally segues into cannabis is a flowering plant. Oh, back to the dandelion in the yard. I That's love that. That's right. Process. You know, so we're, this time we're going to be talking about the actual plant, and telling you about. And a cannabinoid system in this beautiful plant. And Jen, did you know? I didn't know this actually. That only oh. female plants can grow the flowers or the buds. No, but it makes sense. It does. Yeah, it does. Yep. Because huh. you know, if it was up to the male plants, it would die off. Well, they are responsible <laughs> okay, for no, pollination. Yeah. That's and good. they see production. That's so. right. So they are necessary. Right. Gotta have them. <clears throat> Gotta have them. All right, so it's really (laughs) (laughs) sorry to our husbands, right? No male bashing the cannabis plant. Uh. (laughs) Oh gosh, but you know, you always think about just the leaves being used, but actually, the whole plant can be used. Yeah, this makes me think of hemp and the whole right. Yeah, yep. So the seeds can be used as a food source. Excuse me, stalks can be used for creating paper, rope, and clothing. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, the, the important stuff, the leaves, roots, and flowers are all part of its medicinal properties. The roots, too. Yep. All I, of it. I didn't know that. I know. It's the whole plant. Uh, so did you know marijuana has over 111 different cannabinoids? No, but this is what I find the most interesting about this. What's that? Is over 111 and then all of the different blends with thc mm-hmm. cbd cbn all the things we're learning about it to me that's unlimited healing with right like unlimited what's it called when you have you know a whole bunch of different combinations there's a word for that it, there's so many no. different combinations possible from those 111 right it's pretty neat yeah so basically any Issue, medical issue, right? Can be covered. Definitely, we'll look into it. Mm -hmm. (coughs) Excuse me. Goodness. So, Jen, what are cannabinoids? Well, (laughs) are they molecules found in cannabis, which mimic the endocannabinoids naturally? (laughs) created in the endocannabinoid system that all mammals, I did verify this, have in their bio system. Yep. So all mammals have endocannabinoid system. Yep. Cannabinoids are the molecules found in the plant yep. that mimic ours naturally. Yep. That's kind of crazy. Yeah. And I love the fact that it's found in every mammal. So... Anything uh, yes. with a spinal cord. I know. I'm, right? Doesn't that go back? Again, I keep going back pets. to the biblical part of it. Right? Yep. Everything is created. We don't get enough information about the truth too many times. I don't know. So to the endocannabinoid system. Wow. I love this. This is my kind of talk. I really do like this a lot. You're kind of into the science stuff, aren't you? I do. I, I, I mean... I don't know. You know, with animals and, again, with healing, it's like combining science and spirit. It's the same thing because cannabis also does, I think, 
um, depending, and we'll get into this later, if you use sativas or indicas, but if you're using sativas, I do think with the pineal gland and brain glands, you can get a spiritual experience in addition to the healing. And I would even go a step further and say that there is like no com, com there's no combining them because for me, mm-hmm. I think it's all one. Right. Right. It's, it's so, a healing experience. Yeah. Like we do need to heal our minds. We do need to heal our spines. We do mm-hmm. need to detox. We do need our endocannabinoid system, you know, may perhaps balance out your body and your mind. Yeah. And we're kind of, I'm not going to say kind of, just flat out lied to. I mean, no one ever told me about my endocannabinoid system. No, only was it that, taught in biology? Only reefer madness. That's it. Right. That's all. <laughs> yeah, I that was learned. a real positive. Yeah, but and, I have an endocannabinoid system, and so do you, and so does right. everybody else. So why can't that be discussed openly? I don't. That's crazy. Was that taught in any like health no, class, never. Or science class? Not. Nope. So we were just talking earlier. So when I went to college, I went initially for <laughs> to study physical <laughs> therapy, uh-huh. and I failed my all my science classes. So my advisor sat me down and said, maybe you should think of something else. So then I went to special ed, didn't even end up there. However, my point is that there's chemistry to this. I mean, there's science behind all of this. And it's amazing. But we're not talked about. No. It's not talked about. Well, now it's even still, I don't know if this is a popular opinion, you know, if it's mine, I'm sure it's not going to be, but now it's even like locked into a dispensary. I mean, there is the internet, so yay. But who's really going to say, I've had this thyroid issue for a long time and I'm not happy yeah. with the side effects of my Synthrax or with Synthroid or whatever. You know, I'm losing something. I'm having hair loss, all these things. You know, why not try to treat it naturally? Right. Why always going to the synthetic version of... Of nature. Right. When you're trying to deal with a natural issue that right. might just be related right. to age or related to diet or... Mm-hmm. And I think the endocannabinoid system is super prevalent in in issues like that for males and females i'm not of course a fan of like you know under anything that unless a really really serious like Mm -hmm. health issue or some type of crisis but um especially related to age i think cannabis is like the bomb i think it is so helpful cbd i can't wait to get into the things we were talking about earlier cbn oh yeah thea like it's and like you said, it's oh. all ages, right? Oh, everybody, yeah, eighteen and up. Absolutely, everybody can right. you know can benefit from it. <clears throat> and CBD can be used just like you know THC can. Same type of terpene, same type of everything, mm-hmm. just without that. What I consider on occasion to also prefer is a little bit of the cerebral and the right. spiritual experience. If you're you know ready for that with the THC, and everybody's right. not. Right. And it depends if you're doing it, again, recreationally yep. or medicinally, because medicinally, yep. and we'll get into this, but really it's the THC and the CBD that work best together. I agree. And I also think <clears throat> that since we're kind of talking about the plant, um, you know, sativas can be very uplifting. And when you're ill, I think one of the things that can happen is you, the depression makes you oh, not absolutely. even want to do your treatments and not right. even want, really, you're just like, oh, F this, right. you know? But I feel I do, sativas to me can really add just a little bit of mood lift. I think you have to be careful with anxiety and paranoia and in regards to that. Sure. But once you find your, it's you know, right terpene profile. Yeah. That's, that's so yeah. learning about that, like, 
if you for medical reasons versus like an indica, I think I would love to get into. Well, and I really think that's kind of how, again, and I'll just say it, but I think that's one of the ways that mainstream medicine tends to fail us is they mm-hmm. don't see us as a whole system. We're yep. more than just the physical. We're the physical, the mental, the emotional, the spiritual. If you just treat one, it doesn't treat the others. Mm-hmm. Some yeah. side effects are suicide. Absolutely. That's the opposite of what I'm looking for, really. Like, you know, I mean, I have nausea and upset stomach or I don't know, who knows what could happen as you get older, but suicide is not something (laughs) that I'm comfortable with. I'm not looking for that side effect. (laughs) Uh, I'm not going to take that medication. I promise you. Right. Because why? You want to get up tomorrow? Right. It's not worth it. Well, and you know, that's the thing. We don't have receptors for opioids. Right, no, not synthetic, nothing. Actually, no, we do, but you know where they're located? They're located primarily in the brainstem. So, you know what happens, so, and your brainstem is in control of what? Your breathing. So when you overdose on opioids, Mm -hmm. that's what happens. You just stop breathing. I was just reading an article about melatonin is really good for oxidative stress. Mm. Children... Um, would have higher levels of melatonin. That's so interesting. You just said that. Yeah. See, so I would say one of the side effects is oxidative stress of synthetics, and that's definitely not going to happen to you, you know, with a plant. Right. Well, and the two primary receptors, endocannabinoids receptors, are found throughout the body, but primarily in the brain, not the brain stem. So in the brain, that's where they regulate things like hunger and pain and mood. <clears throat> They're also embed- embedded in cell mem- membranes. Oh my gosh, I'm having a, a drink. I'm having a tough time with these, um, and that's actually thought to be more numerous than other receptors. So, but again, you know what? You can't. It just, and we'll get into this later. But we are not even created to overdose on THC. Nope. That's amazing, too. Right? I mean, yep. it, to me, it just says that we were created actually to embrace it. Yep. They're not right. opioids. No. Right. Nope. Especially not for pain management things. I don't know. I've, I've been looking into is cannabis addictive or is it not addictive? I'm just interested in all sides of the story. Mm-hmm. I personally don't see, you know, that myself you know, or have found information that I really have any concern about that. Um, and, and I often don't use any for a while, but I still would use CBD though. Like I, like I, I would never just, so I do think tapering off or balancing or whatever. I wouldn't just like quit if I was a, but Nothing like pain medications, opioids, right. something. The side, right. There's no side effects. But I think, too, I think it's it's good to know what you're getting, right? So I remember, I think we talked about this in our first episode, that, you know, smoking in high school, who knew what? We were probably smoking oregano. Like, you had no idea what you were getting. <laughs> yep. So if you go through the, you know, the dispensaries, you can see what you're getting, mm-hmm. where it was grown, you know mm-hmm. what I mean, all the the terpenes in it. And I've heard, I've, I know some people who've had adverse reactions, but I think it's really kind of getting to know what terpenes your body wants and doesn't, and maybe doesn't want, and then kind of narrowing in what really is 
what your body wants because there's so much out there and there's there's really and that's why again going to dispensaries is so important because these people are trained to know all this stuff yeah and read about it and read about and it listen absolutely about it. yeah and, do your and own be research for sure so my number one rule is anytime i start ingesting anything is i do like a third or less right. or right. i had a friend that was like oh i'm out at a girl's night and everyone has gummies and i'm like take half yeah. That's my rule. If I don't know, so even if you're starting out and you go to a dispensary, you would pro. I would say there'd be very little chance of adverse effects. Very, very, very little. No. If you were ultra conservative, right, and you would still get the benefits, right. So go big or go home does not apply to this. No, not for me. No, no. not, <laughs> not for, for anybody. anybody. I agree. I think everyone should, you know, do their own research and be conservative absolutely but it just like you would you wouldn't chug a bottle of you know cough medicine right <laughs> so you would you would make you would look at the directions and take the appropriate dose absolutely right thanks mom you know we'll get into rso later don't ever overdo that oh <gasps> it's entertaining for those around you but not so fun yeah. for you no all right so these two primary receptors kind of going back we <laughs> kind of took a windy path but we're back so those are CB1 and CB2. So CB1 is found in the nervous system, connective tissues, glands, and organs. Organs. Gosh, I'm really having speech <laughs> issues today. Um, so when cannabis is taken internally, they talk to the CB1 receptor and help with sleep, blood sugar, oh. leveling that out, appetite, and can reduce tremors or anxiety. That's really cool. I remember what anxiety used to be like. That's right. So what about CB2? Yeah, I know. To me, um, I just want to mix them all up and treat everyone with all the like CB1, CB2. Go ahead. So the CB2 receptors are found mainly in the immune system and associated structures. So when the cannabis is used topically, uh, they talk to the CB2 receptors and help with pain and inflammation. Oh, so all my rubs that I like wouldn't ever live without again. Yeah. Never, never. If someone handed me Bengay, I'd be like, get out of right. here. Um, those THC CBD rubs work. Right. So that's the CB2, CB2s. Yeah. So they're chatting it up. So when you said that about the, the Bengay, it oh. just made me think of my husband or my husband. It makes me It shudder. made me think of my daughter when like she was into that just talk to the hand kind of thing. <laughs> Entire adolescence. So that's what your body does. Yeah, Bengay, talk uh, to the hand. Now I actually f- felt an aversion to it because I've been using yep. probably for like 10 years good quality CBD rubs. With uh, Can you imagine like treating a real muscle pain with something like for cream? <laughs> oh my God. It would be a joke. You would just stink and it would last two seconds. Ooh, and it it just gave me the shivers I, thinking I know, about and, it. And I guess what else? It must be toxic because I feel the same way too. Yeah. And, it, and coconut oil infused with CBD is not. Oh, hey, there's that cool chart. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So okay. the cannabis allows for the endocannabinoids in our bodies to work together with the canna- cannabinoids in cannabis to create, Yay, this is the word for the day, Love homeostasis. Yes, and what is sorry. homeostasis? It is the maintenance of a stable and constant environment and organism. Who stable. doesn't want to be stable and constant, yeah, right? I, I remember anxiety, long yeah. loss, I'm never inviting it back again. So again, you know, this. I always 
you know, I'm probably probably tired of hearing me say this, but it always goes back to for me. It always go back. It always goes back to God. We were created, right? So our bodies naturally produce endocannabinoids to maintain a healthy system. And so, interestingly, did you know that when we are sick, our body's production of endocannabinoids go down? It decreases. I didn't know that. Yep. Yep. And I've also seen studies where it's been shown that. Um, there are no endocannabinoid receptors at the sites of tumors, which I think would be a great topic to study. Yeah, I'm going to note that. Almost like it wipes out the good stuff and then is filling up with... I yep. read a good article recently though about tumors are also the body's way of collecting the toxins to clean it. Yeah, I'm going to um, look at that further. Thank you. Yeah. That's a good one. So we did talk a little bit about um, how you can't overdose on THC and we explained why. So remember we talked about that there's a very low concentration of cannabinoid receptors in the brainstem, which is the area that controls breathing, um, which also has the most opioid, opiate receptors, which is why you have issues when you overdose on opioids. Um, but you know what? So with so few cannabinoid receptors in the brainstem, an overdose is really virtually impossible. So one can overindulge yeah, and go to sleep. Which I believe we've all done, and it hasn't been pleasant. Maybe eat it, something you but, shouldn't. <laughs> yeah, but you can't overdose, which, no. you know, and there's never it's been one documented you. case. I looked. I did none look, of overdosing. and I did not find anything that one person has ever overdosed on cannabis and died. Right. I know. That's a kind of amazing. So everybody's heard of Dr. Sanjay Gupta. His quote is, every 19 minutes, someone in the U.S. dies from a prescription drug overdose, usually narcotics. I couldn't find one documented fatality Same. from a marijuana overdose. Same. I looked because I was like, no, that can't be. I know. Bam. Mic drop. That's it. Yep. And it's a, you know, medicine. <laughs> so. That's right. Absolutely. Yep. All right. So we're kind of coming to a close. So we'll say goodbye, but we would, um, we'll talk about, we'll really get into the meat of the cannabinoids, the THC, THCA, CBG, all the good ones and what they do. CBN. CBN. I'm really excited to share. I'm a big fan of CBN. I know, me too. I didn't even know about it in the, and, um, yay for organic flavors and blueberry and lavender, but CBN is amazing for sleep. I absolutely. It's up there with. I don't know everything. I beat something. Spoiler alert. Yeah, CBM and sleep. Okay, well, great. It was nice to stop by and have another chat. We love it if you come by again. All right. All right, guys. Have a good one. We'll talk to you later. Okay, ciao.